0: Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash info, netsuite.com slash info.
1: Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. Blending the smooth, creamy, nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York Woo! Uh-huh. Eat, sleep, fantasy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Dale. Thanks for joining us. Hey, today, guys, we have a uh, fun episode here uh, Fantasy Football from Up North. You guys have been listening to Clayton for the, I don't know, pretty much all offseason now on ESF. Uh, he also has another podcast that we're trying to. Um, we're not going to double up in information. Clayton is, uh, and Habby are both really good at what they're doing on the podcast. So we're trying not to double up information too much. Um, but at the same time, you know, stay separate podcasts. We're not really sure to be honest with you, but, uh, this is part of like our network of podcasts and we're just going to throw it on the same feed. Um, so I think you guys will really enjoy this Clayton and Habby talk about some sleepers, uh, to look forward to for the fantasy season. um, Really good list here. I definitely recommend listening all the way through. It's good stuff. Uh, if you guys didn't hear, oh, two things. One, next episode, make sure you subscribe to, to us on YouTube because my tracksuit finally came in. Uh, TheSewingBrothers.com. Use promo code FANTASY for that. And um, oh, that's it's going to be a fun event because you're going to see exactly what the suit looks like and if you haven't seen it already because I posted it on my social media. Um, but also, uh, we are partners now with Monkey Knife Fight. Uh, So if you guys want to support us and support our partners, we'd appreciate it. Uh, Go to Monkey Night Fight, use promo code HOTDOG. And uh, the cool thing about it is if you do that and you deposit anything, send me the username and we're putting all the names into a pool. And uh, basically you could pick whatever NFL jersey you want out of the NFL store. So all you have to do is just sign up, deposit a couple bucks, whatever whatever you want, send me your username, and then uh, you get into the drawing. I'm telling you, there's not going to be a lot of people in this drawing. It's off season. I get it. Um, we our listenership isn't as big as it is, you know, in August. So we want to run this by you guys, the ones that are listening now, uh, get a chance to get a jersey. Whether it's, um, I don't know, uh, Dalvin Cook Nike jersey or whatever, whoever you guys you want. You send me your username. If you're picked, you say Dale, I want this jersey. Bam, I think like 150 bucks. And all you gotta do is just sign up for Monkey Knife Fight using the promo code Hot Dog. So don't forget about that. Again, guys, I appreciate you listening, downloading, supporting us during the off season. Um, I'm excited for the for the season to kick off, and after the draft, uh, we're gonna have some better things to talk about. I think, but I think these sleepers are really good. So stay tuned. Again, guys, appreciate you.
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome back into another episode of the Fantasy Football from Up North Podcast. It's finally here, Draft Day, baby. What do you think about that,
0: H? Got some action.
2: Can't oh, wait. Oh, so excited. So excited. Can't wait till it kicks off tonight. So, um, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to discuss some sleepers. Yes. I want to talk about that. We always hear about these, uh, the big name guys, but people forget to forget about these other guys in these like smaller schools or just not big name guys that we think are going to be able to, you know, show up in the draft, get drafted probably late and make a fantasy impact, I would think. So. Um, If you haven't been, well, obviously, if you've been listening for a long time, you know my voice already. I'm Clayton, your host, and joining me as always is the other half of Fantasy Football from up north and the guy that I just beat again at golf this again. week. you oh, what's man. up? I knew you
0: were going to bring that up. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring it up. Yeah, I had a rough back, so uh back nine. So, I mean, only can get better. I am going to crush you next time.
2: Oh, you will. Oh, it's... It's coming to two, two <laughs> rounds in a row. The first two rounds. Yeah. It usually yeah, pretty- most, most people start off like, you know, not great and they improve. I'm opposite. I start off strong <laughs> and then I decline. So that's ah, yeah. all good though. Whatever. Um, also want to talk about real quick. I uh, got some exciting news to touch on here. Our website is finally up and ready to rock and roll. Go to fantasyfootballfromupnorth.com. Right now, you can get our redraft rankings, dynasty rankings. We will be adding articles, you know, as the season gets closer. Uh, our YouTube episodes are going to get put on there, podcast episodes for your entertainment as well. Um, if anybody out there that's listening would like to uh, to write for us, just shoot me an email at upnorth at gmail.com. And you guys are more than welcome to jump on board. That'd be awesome uh, to get some fellow listeners on there as well. Yeah. And secondly, we are happy to announce that we'll be joining forces this year with another podcast, Eat Sleep Fantasy Football. I'm hoping to bring you content, you know, between our podcast and their podcast, probably five to six shows a week. So we'll have, we'll give you enough content and everything like that to get you set for the weekend. uh, Weekend fantasy season and be sure to go and download the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast on all platforms and also their YouTube channel as well. I'll put all these uh links in the show notes at the end of the day. And lastly, big contest announcement, my man. Uh, but unfortunately, you'll have to stick around and listen to the show oh. or 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 just really fast forward to pretty much the end when you hear me talking. <laughs> hey, don't, about tell it. Yeah, don't tell them that. No, whatever. Either way, let's be realistic, man. If you're gonna listen, you're gonna listen. If not, you just come on for the free shit cuz i'll probably have that in the you know the 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 title of the show people yeah. are going to be like oh shit free stuff and but so you wait you wait till the end of the show guys and we will uh we will let you know what's up it's uh pretty big though it's good it's exciting Sounds awesome and it's like free
0: it. it's free <laughs> Exactly so, free stuff you don't get much free stuff these days there's always something hey, I mean you do have exactly. to listen to us that exactly. is costing something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's costing you your, you know, 40 minutes out of your day, so but yeah, hey, we're, we're we're entertainment. We're entertainment. Exactly. So, okay. Free entertainment yeah. on top of that. <laughs> yeah. So like I mentioned before, we're going to touch on some sleeper rookies in this draft class. So, happy. I'm just going to I'm going to get you to kick it off here, buddy. Who's your quarterback that you got? We're going actually, I'll just tell you, we're going to each list off a of, uh, positional player, quarterback, running back, wide receiver and tight end. Discuss them briefly and the show with our awesome, uh, three questioned ending and go from there. So Habby, give me your quarterback.
0: Well, I'm looking at a guy that could go E maybe second, third round, um, QB out of Stanford, um, six, three, two Davis mills. um, He's he is a work in progress. He he he's uh, only played 14 games in college. He had some knee issues, and that's one of the biggest uh reasons why he got knocked down the um I mean other than the top five, he's in that second tier, I'd say. Um so he's got he's a good play action passer. Um a lot like uh, I mean there there's some uh comparisons to a guy. Like, uh, who's in the NFL right now to like a Kirk Cousins or a or a Maddie Matty, Matty Ice type of player? Um, good arm strength, he can uh hit those balls deep, uh, deep over coverage. And uh, um, I'm hoping like a, a team like uh, actually, speaking of uh, if uh, if the Falcons don't go after a quarterback with that with their first round pick, I think that this is a guy that we could see the Falcons scoop um, to uh, learn a little bit because he does need some seasoning to learn a little bit behind Matt, Matt Ryan for the next couple of years.
2: Yeah, that's what I got out of it too. You know, he's a developmental developmental NFL starter in my opinion. He's uh, yeah. still learning to make those, uh, those certain throws that he's, you know, he's still, like you said, seasoning. Like you got to season this guy a little bit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but just his size and mobility should be enough to, you know, sit back, develop for a year and yeah kind of be a steal i don't have him quite that like you said second round possibly third i think it's more i'd say more third, third round. yeah third round. more third round for sure um the guy that i want to touch on then real quick i'll just kick right over to it is uh jamie newman let me find my notes here there you go Newman. yeah uh jamie newman out of georgia 19 games played almost four thousand yards 35 touchdowns only a one- year starter though in 2019 that's when he yeah. kind of broke out uh, his 2019 season played 12 games almost 3,000 and 26 touchdowns and then transferred over to Georgia for the 2020 season but decided to opt out right concentrate yeah. on uh, concentrate on the 2020 or on the on the draft pretty much is what he did dual threat quarterback 6'3", 234 <clears throat> and uh athleticism Man, he he re- he rushed for over 825 yards in 19 games. So he's got the mobility, right? So he's going to yeah. be able to do that. Um, and as as always, any rushing quarterbacks want to come with a touchdown upside. So you're going to you're going to like that. And he's just going to he's going to be overlooked in this class only simply because of the big names ahead of him, right? You go that yeah. big five, you know the top five guys: uh, Lawrence Wilson, Mac or Jones, um, Jesus Fields, and Lance. And yeah. then I think you could probably put Kyle Trask ahead of him as well in this class. Just, I'm surprised we're not getting a whole lot of uh, talk about Kyle Trask, but that's another whatever. I'm not talking about him neither. Yeah, because yeah. I like I like Newman. I like <laughs> this guy right now. He is <clears throat> he isn't NFL ready quite yet. You know, any of these guys, yeah. like we talked about those top five guys, none of them are really outside of those guys. None of them, the rest of the guys are like you said, developmental players, right? So, yeah, they're going to go to a team in the like the third round, um. But he's a great, solid uh, solid project uh, for a quarterback, right? And I think uh, with upside, so like I said in here, I said probably a third-round quarterback as well. <clears throat> and I like it, team. Well, Before, I still don't think, even though the Broncos just signed Teddy Bridgewater, I don't yeah. think that's going to scare them away from going after, say, a guy like Jamie Newman or or maybe even instead Patriots don't trade up say Fields and everybody goes and there's really nobody there Patriots stay stamp pat like going going to a team like the Patriots would be ideal cuz they I've seen comparisons of Newman to like a Cam Newton yeah. I mean a, a younger style Cam Newton maybe not an old Cam Newton right now but a younger guy you know so to sit in that offense you know be- Belichick's offense is a tough one to grasp so sit behind Cam Newton learn the offense and he's already going to be walking into, you know, a similar system that he's used to playing, right?
0: Yeah. I think so, the, the problem with him going to New England is that uh, one of his issues in college is that he wasn't a great – he needs to really develop his passing mm-hmm. ability. Um, and I could see that uh, if New England's going to go after a quarterback, they do want somebody who, who does have that uh, throwing ability uh, coming out of college. Um I do I do like him as an athlete. Like he's a very athletic quarterback. Didn't show well in the senior bowl. Um, but uh and taking that year off probably had something to do with it. Um, but uh hopefully it's like he like you said, he gets behind a good uh mentor and uh on a good team. So
2: yeah, and that's like it, like like any of these guys, like Mills and you know, even go um <clears throat> Newman and Mond, all those guys. They, that's what they need. They need a mentor to sit behind, right? They need yeah, a guy exactly. that's gonna gonna help them out and do all that stuff like that. Hopefully, they that none, none none of these guys go to Pittsburgh. Hopefully, because yeah, yeah, we know Ben don't like yeah. to don't like to to mentor anybody. <laughs> so, Landing spot in the draft is
0: so big for these guys, you know.
2: Well, these especially the especially these deeper guys, right? Like these yeah. nonium guys, really. So. Alright, uh go over to our running back. Uh you had Michael Carter on here of North Carolina.
0: Yes. Is he sir. considered
2: I guess he'd still be considered a sleeper. Go ahead. I'll let
0: you uh let you talk about uh, it. He's a he's a sleeper in a lot of his books because they have him lower down in their in their rankings. Uh not so far down, but I mean I have him like almost probably in my top three like this year. Like he I think he's gonna be that good. His he's He's, uh, his second level, once he gets past that first level, his second level ability is, I haven't, I haven't liked watching his videos. I haven't seen, I haven't seen it in a running back like almost ever. Like he's almost the best when he gets past that first level, like his, his elusiveness, his shiftiness is the biggest thing. Yeah. He's, he takes great angles on his runs when he gets past and his, his, uh, ability to, um, uh, turn on the jets. After he makes, gets past that first uh, uh, blocking scheme, I mean, the, the first uh, row of tacklers, um, when he goes up against linebackers and D-backs, like he, he makes them miss. And uh, it's, it's insane, uh, I think, how good this kid is going to be.
2: Yeah, the biggest the positives that I took out of that is, you know, his footwork, his burst, his contact bounds, and soft hands pretty much for him. That's all yeah. you really want. I I personally I like this pick as well. Uh, I do believe he is probably one of the most complete running backs in this in this class. And he he showed that in the senior bowl, did he not? Like he yeah, yeah. pretty much dominated the senior bowl. Um <clears throat> I do think everybody do... everybody sort
0: of has them underneath, like ranked in in between that five to 10 range, a little bit lower than maybe around seven or eight. But, uh, and main reason is because he had that other dynamic back in North Carolina, um, to sort of share carries with. But I think this is a role like that would be perfect for him in the NFL. Like, um, going to a team with, uh, already like sort of a bruiser, like, uh, in between the tackles kind of runner. Um, he could be that secondary kind of, uh, you know, outside the tackles, uh, pass catching back on that team.
2: I, I I was going to say that too. I think if he goes to another team where he could play that similar role that he played in North Carolina, I think that's where he's going to succeed. Right? Yeah. You look. Yeah. You look at another guy who <clears throat> kind of similar, kind of had that kind of gameplay was like a chase edmonds, right? Look at how how he played when when you know they had Kenyan Drake there, the 1A, 1B kind of thing. That's kind of the way that this NFL is kind of pushing nowadays, right? Like you're seeing a lot more of that. And it every year just seems to be um you're starting to see more teams like that overall. So like you said, like depending on landing spot, I do like uh I do like him. Um he should go probably third round, which kind of shocks me because I do think he probably could get like you know Depending on, you know, maybe lower second route or like uh, bottom of the second, maybe. But, yeah, I think he's going to be pushed in the second. And the teams yeah. going to get a steal with this kid. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the guy I really like is Demetric Felton, UCLA. Now, this guy is, stats aren't the best. I mean, when you look at his stats, you're looking. 31 games played, 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns. 99 receptions, almost a thousand yards, and eight touchdowns. Not really the best, right? You know what I mean. You're looking at that guy. Yeah. This guy looks like a scrub, man. Like guys do this, <laughs> in, guys do this in one one year. But let's let's break it down a little bit for you, and then maybe it can could kind of uh, make a little bit more sense. You know, he redshirted as a rookie, was barely used in 2018, um, 20, and then in 2018 he started playing a little bit of slot receiver. Right. So caught 20 balls for over 200 yards of touchdown. Versatility showed up now in 2019 where he totaled almost a thousand scrimmage yards, five touchdowns, and he played both slot receiver and running back. Yeah. So now you're kind of, now you're putting him in that situation where he's uh, sorry.
0: Oh no, go ahead. Finish. Okay.
2: And then in, so he, he was playing both in 2019 where he excelled 2020 played strictly running back over 700 yards rushing, five touchdowns, and three scores through the air. So he is a versatile, shifty, natural pass catcher. And we're yeah. starting to see a lot of these guys come out of college now. You know, look at Antonio Gibson, right?
0: Yeah. Look yeah. at
2: Antonio Gibson. You look. I mean, you could comp him to a guy like Curtis Samuel, right? Yeah. Similar, similar, um, attributes. And basically, you know, 2020 showed that he can be the, the, uh, the running back he showed up very well in the in the senior bowl his versatility that's all you really heard is him making plays in the senior bowl what was nice though is during that week that in that senior bowl he did basically play wide receiver so i mean if yeah. you look anywhere fantasy yeah. pros won't even allow you to to rank him as a running back yeah right so he's kind of being ranked as a wide receiver but he's going to be that that same guy like i said the same skill set as Curtis Samuel um and just with his versatility, I do like him. I like him to 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 go to a team like, I keep always bringing it up, but I like Seahawks or the Patriots. I think check both of those yeah. boxes, you know. they There was talks about Curtis Samuel going to the Patriots before he signed. Um, uh, where the hell did he sign with again? Samuel went Samuel to Washington. Washington, Washington. That's right. Um, so you go, go from there, but like a team like the Seahawks maybe, you know what I mean? They don't have that. I mean, they got Chris Carson there still, but – they could use a guy like this that you could run out there as a wide receiver slash running back. You know what I mean? Put them both out oh, there yeah. at the same time. So that's why I do, I do like him. I'm not going to, and I think, I think he's technically going to get drafted probably fourth, fourth, fifth round, maybe.
0: Yeah. Late, uh, really? late fourth. I, I got him at, and like you said, I like, I like uh, the fit with the Patriots is, could be really good for him. Um, Line them up all over the field. Uh, we know the Patriots like those guys um he he's not very athletic but he he's he's a big play factor guy so he can make guys miss and and uh it should be good to see him he but happy i'll start. put, I'll put this, this out there
2: I'll, I'll put this out there right now we go we'll have our dynasty draft when does that start that'll be next week next uh, weekend
0: May. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, next, yeah i yeah. think it's
2: may 8th anyways if this guy is still sitting there with my last pick in that third round, oh man, bring him! That's bring what, him. and that's
0: that's what this uh, that's what all these guys are like, especially not so much the quarterbacks, but I like to go after those uh, you know these type of guys and even like uh, tight end, you know, probably sitting there those third round, you know, steals. Okay, the Terry well, McLaurins of the draft.
2: Oh yeah, who uh, who convinced
0: you to pick him? Yeah, uh, you you put it in my ear, but uh, I, I pulled, it, I ran it up the the flagpole and I, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, pulled the trigger on that one. You know, I liked what I heard from you. you I know?
2: I wish I wish I could go. I <laughs> damn, I wish I could go back in those drafts and see who I. I'm sure there's a way you can look, but yeah, it's crazy. Like I remember getting Patrick Mahomes. I I had. I remember trading. I mean, kind of off topic here, but do you remember when I made that trade at the draft with, with our buddy, Kurt, I gave him, I can't, it was like a kicker in somebody else for Deshaun Watson. Do you remember that?
0: Yeah, I do. And then on
2: top of that, I already had Mahomes on my team. I think I won that year. And then I ended up blowing my team up because I'm like, oh, they're all trash now. (laughs) And yeah, so now actually I competed. I still competed. Was in the money last year, I believe. Yeah. Last year I competed. I finished third. Yeah, you basically want to find these, you know, in, in these rookie drafts that you guys have, just don't be worried about going after a big name. If you know if big names start flying off the board, just do your research. There's a lot of there's a lot of articles out there on pretty much every yeah. single player. Do your own research. And uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's awesome. If Once you guys want to
0: pass those first two rounds, it's a crapshoot for everybody else, you know. And I mean, as far as like really the rankings go because you a lot of guys will just uh, pick guys based on the rankings they see on the site they're working with. Right. But you can find guys if you do your research that uh, are probably not on those rankings and uh, that will have big, big, be big factors in the NFL. Exactly. All right. uh Wide receiver position.
2: You have a guy. I want you to try to, you're going to try to sell me on him. I have heard good things about him. But Dwayne Eskridge out of Western Michigan,
0: yes. What do you say? Um, I like him. He's he's small, yes, but he is fast, and uh, he's probably he's potentially a fast wide receiver in this draft class. I'd say so. Deep threat. Another guy that where I'm really really interested to see where he goes, because if he goes to a team with uh, playing opposite. A guy like almost like Green Bay would be a good example. And he's playing opposite Adams. He could stretch that field out so good for Adams because uh, he's a deep threat. Um, And he can can play in that slot position too. He's a special teams guy, obviously. All the fast guys are. Um, But uh, I'm interested to see where this guy lands because he is – he could be one of those guys that uh, if I'm sitting there in the third round and he's he, he went to a good landing spot, then uh, I'm keeping my eyeball on him.
2: Yeah. A little bit uh, is a fifth-year senior. That's kind of, the, you know, the 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 downside yeah. to him. That's yeah. anything you really hear that I saw negative about him. You know, being 24, there's concern, you know, is there much room for growth with this guy, you know, or has he already hit his peak? Um, but if you watch speed, his tape, man, you, yeah, you, that's – that's what I was just about to say. I'm like his speed, just as a receiver and a returner, should be enough that teams are going to be interested in this guy. And like you said, he could definitely, uh, definitely make some make some plays and make a splash in this draft. I think I, I do. Yeah. I still think he's going to be one of those guys that goes goes in the third round. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, he could. He, he, and, yeah, and like I said, if if he goes to that uh, the team that has a number one, a good number one. He's going to be a great complimentary guy. Are the Packers going to do what they're supposed to do this year? Oh, they, they better, or else there should be a mutiny there. <laughs> yeah. They better get, they better get Rogers some help. And oh, yeah. you know, I, another team that I'm hearing rumors about this off season, that it'll just piss me off if they take a quarterback is the Falcons. Uh, in the same situation, almost at Green Bay was Matty Ice, coming off a bad season sort of like Rodgers did and uh everybody's saying they're gonna they're gonna draft a a quarterback with their first pick but they're in win now mode um and let's so let's help the team right now because uh like Matty Ice is gonna be you know a bum in a couple years so might as well get as much out of him as you can right now.
2: Well, I, I, th- I personally think that they should either, they should trade out of that spot, to be honest with you. I mean, you're, there's a few teams that are going to be, uh, wanting to move up for that, that quarterback spot. So, or go out and get a guy yeah. like Kyle Pitts, right? Get, yeah. get a guy like that or.
0: And if they or... move out, if they move out Julio, like there's all this yeah. like, today, all the speculations coming out and like some serious talks that Tulio uh, might be on his way out of Atlanta they could be looking at a, a, another pass catcher to bring in, like either pits um, or even with that fourth pick, grab like a chase or something.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think if they're smart, they would just trade down, though, to be honest with you, get that draft capital. You know, even if you move down to, say, you know, what they're sitting in four right now, right? So it's trade down. Well, if they move
0: Julio out before the draft, yeah. they could get oh, they oh, could yeah. get another first round pick for him.
2: Yeah, so I mean, depending on where, where it goes, but even with that fourth pick, though, I think you trade out of that, move down to, say, say nine even, you're still going to get an elite pass catcher at that spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, Okay, well, my guy is... Mm, who is my guy? Jay, yeah, Jalen Darden, North Texas. This guy is a... Uh, where's my notes? I'm so bad like this guy. Um, North Texas uh, um, 47 games played Almost 3000 yards uh, Receiving 38 touchdowns Biggest year was last year He had almost 1200 yards And 19 touchdowns This guy is an explosive Athletic slot receiver And he dominated Absolutely dominated With his time in Texas In North Texas Sorry Deep threat speed spur Very little wiggle in his game From what I saw from on Tate
0: Oh, outside of his measure Here's a quick question for you. Sure, yeah. Who is, who is the Who is the last wide receiver that was drafted from uh, Texas? Oh, Jesus, happy from North Texas. What is he still in the NFL?
2: No. Okay, who give it to me?
0: Ronnie Shanklin, 1970. It's been a while since they produced the wide receivers. Could you imagine
2: if he's still in the NFL?
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> he could be. You know, no. at, you could you could play like not playing with a coach, man. You you know, play, playing know. at 62 Google or something. Him. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> um, which is measurable, so um, I just want some stats that stood out actually from 2020. Like he led all college football players in missed tackles at 23. His slot production was some of the uh, was among the best in the country. 6-3 catches ranked third. Um sure. his almost thousand yards was good for second, and he had the most touchdowns with 16 playing out of the slot. So um why he's why is he going to get overlooked in this draft? I think the biggest thing is his size. He only stands eight174 Yeah. So tiny. But now if you look at other guys with similar attributes that are playing in the NFL right now, we could talk about two that stand out for sure. Is Cole Beasley and Tyler Boyd. Both were top 30 among wide receivers in PPR last year. I think personally I think that Darden's athleticism and skill set is better than what these guys produce. So I don't know, as, as far as I, I go, I think, I think if Darden lands in the right spot, his up, he's got, I like his upside as a wide receiver too, based on his route running and his after the catch ability, a team like the Cardinals or the chiefs are, are, are perfect fits, but also bears, Seahawks teams like that need an exciting wide receiver, like an athletic wide receiver, like him.
0: Yeah. And I, I like how we're talking about uh, all these uh, small gadget guys, you know, and this is another one. Like uh, he's, he's got, when he gets a ball in his hands, this guy, this guy makes people miss uh, another, I'd say in early in his career, we could see him being that type of gadget type player for a team. And uh, like you said, he's got the, uh, in a deep wide receiver class, um, his ability to make plays with the ball in his hands combined with his experience as a kick returner. I think that he's going to, he's going to get like a lot of uh, hype going into the NFL. Attention. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I don't know. I find, I find myself really when I'm watching tape and, you know, looking at rookies and stuff like that (coughs) Pardon me, I'm so I'm, I find myself gravitating to those gadget players. You know what I mean? Those gimmicky guys. Um, for some odd reason, I don't know, maybe it was the Antio- Antonio Gibson that kind of got got the ball rolling for me, just watching his tape. I was so intrigued with with his play out of college. Yeah. Um, and then you look at a, even a guy like, you know, uh, like a Tyreek Hill, uh, sorry, Tyreek Hill, uh, Tyreek Cohen, you know what I mean? Watching yeah. his tape like at, when, before, when he came out of college. So, yeah, I don't know why, but a, a lot of these guys, like, he, to look at it, Dimitri Felton, I really like him, gadget player, right? Darden. Yeah. Gadget player and all these guys are
0: fast. <laughs> yeah, David Carter, Carter and Eskridge both. Yeah, are could be gadget players when they go into the NFL. And I think it's it's. I mean, the reason you gravitate towards them because of those the big catch ability, and they're all going to get grabs. All of these guys are going to get catches, and that's guaranteed fantasy points.
2: And especially if you're in our league, where if these guys do go. Running back slash wide receiver, you can play it both. Like our buddy likes to cheat Bradley. Yeah. Depends Bradley what you're on. Yeah, Bradley's Depends. If you're listening to this, you're a cheater. Cheater. <laughs> um anyway, tight end position. Uh we heard about the one, the only the beast, uh generational talent right there, Kyle Pitts. Like just it's the unicorn. A monster. <laughs> you got a guy from Penn State. How do you say his name? Pat Fearmouth? Is that right? Fearmouth. Uh, Firmuth. Fear, Firmuth. <laughs> uh pa- Patty F. Patty F we're going to call him. Let's just uh, call him that. Fearmouth? Firm- yeah, whatever. Anyways. Yeah, that yeah. guy. That guy. Tell me about him.
0: Tell me about Patty F. Yeah. Penn State, junior, 6'5", 257, big boy. Um, He's uh, receiving mismatch for anybody, especially in the end zone. Uh, he's got the good blocking potential even out of college, which is huge for a, a tight end trying to make it in the NFL. And his route running ability is is really good. Um, if he and I think he's gonna, I think there's a, like I'd like to see uh, him go to a team like Jacksonville and like um, like uh, just become a, him and uh, Lawrence can grow together. Um, that's one of the spots that uh, they need help with in their offense is that tight end spot. And uh, he's, he's not the, the fastest guy and his, uh, his hands can, he's been known to drop some balls out there, but uh, I think this guy, he's, he's fast in and out of his uh, breaks and he's going to create mismatches. And that's the biggest thing with these top uh, tight ends is the big mismatch capabilities. With those uh, defensive backs and linebackers.
2: Yeah, I think, I personally think that, you know, if Kyle Pitts did for some reason didn't exist in this draft, we would have been talking about him being the number one tight end coming off the board. Uh, as yeah. far as, you know, as far as if you're going to talk about between the two of them, uh, Patty F., and if somebody wants to come at me with saying, uh, why don't you know how to say these guys' names? <laughs> shut up. Give me a <laughs> translation, maybe. Yes, I should have. I I probably should have looked it up, but I didn't. So you know what? Well, Suck even it, if you man. looked it up, it's a tough name to say. It's probably that's why I, I just and you know what hashtag Patty F now. That's it. I'm yeah, gonna that's put that good. On Twitter. Everybody should use that. Yeah, I'm putting that on Twitter now. Patty F.
0: Good um, luck to the commentators when they gotta say, isn't he? Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but as as far as uh, between him and Pitts, I think. Uh, he does bring more to the run game than Pitts does, but as far as you know, his athleticism is you know not on the same page as Pitts's. Oh, you know Pitts what I is, mean.
0: Pitts is three or four rounds better than these quarter or these the next yeah. tight end. Yeah, like Pitts is dominant in every facet of the game. Like he's up there with, like you have him with the 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 great greats. I have him. Or no, you have him with the triple-A beef, and I have him in that next level. Still, I have him sitting behind Andrews and Hawkinson at probably that that sixth spot. Um, but you have him uh, ahead of those guys. Three, baby. Three. three, baby. Three, baby. haven't even but... seen him play. Let's <laughs> put him right ahead of Waller. What do you got? Yeah, you got ahead of Waller. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah I got him ahead. But as far as uh, Pedief goes, you know, He's the type of guy that you know. He's going to bully players. You know, going up out, going uh, going up for the ball. He's going to be able to do that. He's got good good hands. As far as he's not going to be that guy like Pitts, where Pitts is a run after the catch guy, right? Yeah. He's going to get tons of yards after the catch. That's not what uh, Patty F is. So he's kind of like. I don't know if I got to comp him to a guy, I'm kind of comping to a guy similar to what a TJ Hawkinson is. You know what I mean? Built wise, he's a possession receiver uh, or a possession tight end, I guess you could call it um, just a guy like that. So I do like him. My guy I want to go with is Brevin Jordan uh, from Miami. Brev. Brev.
1: We're called
2: Brev. Brev. Brev, <laughs> Brev J. Uh, yeah. Brevin Jordan, Miami uh, broke out in 2018. Finish of the year with uh, almost 500 yards receiving on 35 catches. The thing with him is what what stuck uh, what stuck to me when I was watching him on tape is just how hard he was to defend against. I, yeah. I noticed that with his speed, his ability to high point the ball, um, and what even makes him more dangerous is is his athleticism to get open and what he could do after the catch. Right, kind of similar to to, to a pitch. like he's an after uh, he's a run after the catch guy. Not yeah. even anywhere near the same level. Don't get me wrong, so don't come at me and say that I compared him to Kyle Pitts because I did not do that. Um, <laughs> he's not the biggest tight end, unfortunately. He's only 6'2", but he plays bigger and uses his body well to control and make uh, make sure he catches the ball all the time. Right, He's a body guy, right? Gets a ball in his yeah. body, hangs on to it. I, I'd like to see him go to a team like the Bills by China. I mean, there's a lot of talk about the Bills needing another Another pass catcher, as far as in the tight end position, Dawson Knox is there. But, you know, go get a guy like Brevin Jordan, very talented tight end, fits well with what the Bills need. Uh, not only will he produce in the passing game, but he's a pretty good blocker in space, which is what you need. Um, Bills need a tight end who can play all over the field, and that's exactly what Jordan does. So I do, uh, that's what I kind of think. I think he's going to go late in drafts. That's so why I think. Just kind of keep an eye out here for him because that's what the Bills do, right? They draft these tight yeah. ends later, and I mean, Dawson Knox isn't a, isn't a bomb by any means, but they do need a little bit more more out of the uh, out of him. And so I think that's why they go and get a tight end, one of these tight ends later in the draft.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I I like his uh, athleticism. Um, he's uh, he needs to work on his blocking if he wants to uh, become like an every down. Tight end in the NFL. Um, and he needs to, he needs to, I think he needs to get drafted by a team that really fits his skill set. Like, I, I'd like to see him maybe go to a team like, uh, Tennessee. Um, yeah, they're going to need a guy. Yeah, they're going to need a guy. And I think that, uh, he, he reminds me a little bit like watching tape and stuff of Juno Smith, actually. And, and, uh, I, I think that if he lands in a good spot, he could, uh, he could, we could see him quickly rise in the ranks for, uh, I mean, as far as, uh, on the depth chart for that team. I like it. That is awesome. I love this.
2: Uh, H, let me ask you a question. Go. Do you like fantasy sports? I love them. What about a chance to win a free NFL Jersey of your choice? Yes. Sign me oh, up. You? <laughs> You're going to love this, buddy. You're going to love this. Do I get to play? Uh, I guess if you want, we can put you you in there. Um, Proud to announce, announce, we've mentioned it before, but proud to announce our affiliation with monkey knife fight, which is a daily fantasy sports gaming website for the casual sports fan. Uh, I love DFS, but the problem is most of them requires hours of research to win. And I just like to go into it and just, you know what I mean? Just put whatever I want in there. Now, Basically, the good thing about the monkey knife fight is it's it's freaking simple, fun, easy to play. Several types of prop bet games, over unders, you know, more or less stuff like that. It's awesome. Yeah. I do love it. I play it quite often. And the best part is none of it, you you're not really required to do any research at all, technically. You know what I mean? You go on there, for example, you know, right now with no football, let's talk about a hockey one, right? Say, for example, you got two goalies going up against each other. You know, is the goalie going to stop more than 27 and a half or less than 27 and a half, right? Yeah, pick those, place your bet, wham bam, you win. Simple as that, right? No uh bam, bam. thank you, ma'am. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but so, in order to take advantage of this contest giveaway, guys, head over to monkeyknifefight.com or download the app and with your first uh, deposit, use the promo code hot dog.
0: Hot <laughs> All right.
2: dog. All right. I'm signing uh, up right after we're done here. Yeah, do it. And uh, and finally, after that's done, don't forget, cause this is important guys. Don't forget. You got to send your username to FF from up North at gmail.com. I'll say it again. FF from at gmail.com. Send me your username. I will enter you into the draw for a free official NFL jersey, probably from the NFL shop, a jersey of your choice. What do you think about that? I like it. Why do you look really confused right now? You're just kind of... staring. Oh, just no. Around. There was a
0: there was an advertising thing that just popped up and started playing uh, in my ears. Oh. I was like, "What's going on right now?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like but the o- sound of water. It was weird. Really weird.
2: That's funny. But outside of that, uh, that's pretty much going to end our show pretty much and we'll No, we got three.
0: the three questions man oh yeah you that's completely forgot about them
2: i blew that that was my favorite <laughs> one i was most excited right. about doing you that know what? i'll ask you
0: them right let's switch it up well, here we're we're, we're both Who, okay, okay you go ahead abby okay who's the 49ers taking at number three the big question of the giraffe it is i'll tell
2: you right now it's going to be trey lance here
0: uh he's the best fit in this offense
2: Trey Shanahan Lance. Shanahan has certain criteria for a quarterback. Yeah. And I think I, I think that Lance has all of those for him, right? He's gonna he's a quarterback that can sit for half the year behind Jimmy G, learn the offense, and then when it's it's time to play, he's going to get in there and play. The mobility is just you know second to none. I know there's Justin Fields, but I just think that I think Trey Lance is the guy here.
0: Well, I I thought that. The the answer was always Mac Jones from the beginning. Uh, yeah, come on, <laughs> you oh, still sorry. like him? <laughs> yeah. no, uh, it's Mac yeah, Jones. No, yeah, I know Mac Jones because that's what that's what uh, Shanahan pretty much came out and said. He's the stereotypical quarterback for them. He's sort of that Cousins, uh, uh, Matty Ice type of guy. sits in the pocket and chucks the ball. Um, I, I would have liked them to to go after Fields because I mean you compared Mac Jones to a guy like uh, you know look at Can- or Kansas City uh, uh, Alex Smith type of uh, game manager um, quarterback which um, is exactly what Shanahan wants and uh, but if he goes after a guy like Fields who I think is more like Mahomes he's that dynamic quarterback who who also can throw very accurately and he gets out of the pocket with his feet but uh I do think they're going to go after Mac Jones.
2: Hmm. Well, I'll tell you right now, if you guys want I'll just say this tonight even though Fields should be the best
0: he's the best choice.
2: <laughs> if if you want some good draft coverage guys, head over to you know him happy 49ers Rush Podcast on YouTube, John Chapman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's going to he's going to be doing uh, going live tonight for for the first round. I think you should be able to uh, listen them, and li- if you only listen to him for one pick, let that pick be the third round. He's a giant 49ers fan, and I want to see his reaction when if the 49ers do pick Jones at that
0: spot. Yeah, <laughs> um, well, we do they, have our they. Uh, I mean. In that interview that I saw with Shanahan this week, uh he—I mean—they asked him what they were going to—he was going to do with Garoppolo—and he didn't have an answer for him. And I mean, if Garoppolo was watching that, like that would piss—that would piss him off, right?
2: But the thing that quite—the thing that got me is—you know—they did hold a, a Trey Lance did have a second pro pro day. Yeah. And the 49ers were there. So, that's why I kind of think that uh, it's going to be Lance. Uh, Riley also, uh, our, our graphics guy and, you know, ranker on our site, uh, also has Trey Lance. He, he, Riley says he's arguably the most pro-ready quarterback despite having limited games as a starting quarterback. So, um, Riley likes him there. I want a hot take from you, though, Habby. Give me a hot take for the draft. I don't know. I don't care what it is. Could be a player who might get drafted higher than expected. Just just anything. Give me something. Stop hitting hitting the table. Stop hitting the table. I'm not. I just
0: put my phone down. Jesus. Oh, oh, come on, man. Sorry, I'll put uh, (laughs) it down a little (laughs) gently. All right. Well, my hot take is that Pitts is the best player in this draft. Is that a hot take even? He, in the end, like almost – I know it's a hot take because not nobody's. if you're a dynasty, if you have 101 in dynasty... You're you not
2: taking in? pits. Yeah, exactly. You're not taking, taking pits.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're taking Lawrence, but yeah. pits could be the best pick. But it's a ball. your balls have got to be like this big. Yeah.
1: <laughs> taking that like 101. I like it. Yeah, no, I that. like, <laughs> I like go, it. I There go, that
2: big. My, 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 uh, <laughs> my hot take's going to be I know Devonta Smith. I know he put up the greatest season as wide receiver in 2020. I think because of his size, I'm like we won't hear his name called until day two, buddy.
0: Oh, really? That's
2: a hot. That's a hot take. Yeah, because he's a skinny Benny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just as he's a wee little fella, a wee little fella, you get broken in half. Exactly. Yeah, um, he, doesn't, really,
0: he doesn't like it. He's yeah, coming that, out all over, all over his social media saying screw the size you know the the nfl which is sort of true they uh they have lots of small different types of receivers you just got to get open
2: yeah just go get open and make the plays and you'll be good to go bud so uh riley gave me one here javante javante williams is the first running back off the board he does still think that Najee is slightly better all around back but As far as Javante goes, in his opinion, he's the best runner in this draft class, and I've heard that the scouts around the NFL love him. So that's Riley's hot take. He's thinking Javante Williams is the first running back to come off the board. Who out of the group that we talked about now, like out of, you know, Newman, Mills, Felton, Carter, Darden, Eskridge, Jordan, Paddy F (laughs) You know what I I do? Uh, Who's going to be... Who's gonna be the who's gonna make the biggest impact as a rookie?
0: Well, because of the way I hope it shakes down, and my guys in the Falconsville scoop them in the oh, second round, probably third round, Michael Carter. Yeah. Yeah. They
2: de- yeah, they definitely
0: they're gonna take Pitts with their fourth pick. I was hoping they're gonna get a running back, but that's too high. So they're going to take piss with this is what they're going to do exactly what they're going to do tomorrow take piss with their fourth, and then they're taking Carter with their second. Boom, boom. They're helping out, they're doing it the right way. They're helping out their quarterback to win another Super Bowl right away.
2: Well, they're yeah, they they have the team right now. So, um, I'm going with my boy, uh, Mr. Uh, Versatility himself, Felton, Dimitri Felton. Uh, Like I said, I was talking about before when I was talking about him, you know, the last few years we have seen these hybrid running backs succeed in the NFL, Antonio Gibson being a big name right there, Curtis Samuel, those kind of guys. um, I'm thinking wherever he gets drafted, they're already going to have a pretty much a blueprint from, you know, a team like Washington that did use Gibson in that, you know, in that hybrid role. And I think they're immediately going to be able to put a package together, put him in on the field. And I think he's going to perform uh, immediately. Produced right out of the gates, so Riley like
0: gimmick player in Washington, eh?
2: Yeah, Right. Just gonna have guys like pinball yeah, all over exactly. The place. Nobody, no, nobody's gonna know what's happening on that field. Yeah. So, um, Riley likes uh, another guy that I talked about, Jalen Darden. His speed mix with his excellent route running is some of the best in the class. He could do it all at wide receiver position. I don't think his size or college competition plays a, a big enough factor for him. Uh, what is oh, I just said who can make the it's Riley come on man You He's going to be recording this Let, <laughs> I said Maybe I'm reading this wrong Jalen Darden His speed mixed with his excellent route running Is some of the best in the class He could do it all at the wide receiver position And I don't think his size Or college competition plays a big enough factor Oh for him not to make an impact I apologize Riley
0: Oh uh, yeah yeah
2: I apologize. I do He's like gonna that, edit that. He's gonna yeah. edit
0: that trash talk you gave him right out of there.
2: Or you're or you're just gonna see his name pop up or his face pop up in be like
0: <laughs> you're an idiot. Learn how to yeah. read, you moron. Yeah. But yeah. uh
2: outside of that, buddy, like let's just watch this draft tonight. We gotta yeah. get back on Sunday night. We have to get back yeah. back on Sunday night. Do a do a reaction show to uh to the draft and talk about some amazing landing spots and all that stuff like that. Um
0: you what would gotta, you do? What would you do if you had the 101 in dynasty?
2: Oh, depending on what my need would be. I I, I don't think I would take a Trevor Lawrence. So I don't think I'd have to take a quarterback at 101. No. Um you have the 101 in dynasty don't you again? Maybe. <laughs> um depending on what what does who do You, you wouldn't take
0: a quarterback, you said? No.
2: I don't think I would. No, not no. not because of the way that. Well, it's not that deep though. What? Where else do you pick in the draft?
0: That's my only pick. Oh, that's your. Oh, that's a huge <laughs> yeah. pick. I,
2: I want no part of that, man. I want no part <laughs> of that. You, you might, you might have to go Lawrence then. If you <laughs> only have one pick, you yeah. might have to go Lawrence. All right, well, if I'll
0: take, it, I'll take it at your uh, assessment into consideration. Yeah,
2: mean? exactly. Uh, actually, I do think maybe you should take. Um, <laughs> uh, mm, Some bum. Yeah, just take yeah. a bum at 101. Really, really yeah. turn the table on these guys. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: all just right. everybody
0: scrambling.
2: All right, but we can't record too late on Sunday because you need to get your beauty sleep because we are golfing again on Monday. Yeah. And you can't go. Yeah, you do. You do. I'm. I'm tired. I'm tired of winning, guy. I'm tired of winning. Come on. Okay. Come on. Do you want to play for that one-on-one spot? No. (laughs) 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 All right, buddy. Okay. Well, everyone, thanks again for listening. Don't forget to check our show notes. I'll have all of our links to our. Our, our facebook page our facebook page or youtube channel uh don't forget to download and review the podcast on apple Podcasts. uh check out our our uh, website fantasy football from up north at gmail.com i'll tell yeah. you that guys thanks again for listening and uh h appreciate it man
0: yeah buddy all wait, right guys Thank- wait a second wait a second one more question what, 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 what who's who's your new team gonna take with their first pick? Hmm, I haven't thought
2: about that I think they might have to I don't know I haven't even thought about it No okay Who, Who's and my I, new t-
0: I guess another question is When do you jump through that table
2: I do got to jump through the table Let's do it <laughs> Let's do it when I'm out at Trestle one weekend buddy Alright <laughs> right, Bring a what? whole bunch
0: of rums out Just exactly. nose dive, <laughs> <nose> dive.
2: <laughs> Alright guys Okay. Thanks again for listening And H like I said I appreciate you man And talk yeah. to you guys soon Peace Peace pig scan, Running down the field
0: Tell us how you, how you feel We be going live, best believe we talking sports this man, I think it's real, we take it serious, of course A fantasy football podcast up north A fantasy football podcast up north Peyton caught a big skin, running down the field Happy thousand dimes, cop a million dollar deal Fantasy football, better know it's real into the podcast, tell us how you, feel. how you feel We be going live, best believe we talking sports this man, I think it's real, we take it serious, of course Football Podcast Up North A Fantasy Football Podcast Up North oh, oh. Is your car no longer stopping like it used to? Don't miss out on spring brake deals at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Our professional parts people will help you find the brake parts and supplies you need to do the job right the first time. You'll find great deals on brake
2: pads and rotors, fluids, degreasers, and more. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit OReillyAuto.com. O, O,
0: O, O'Reilly
2: Auto Parts. With the powerful combination of Michelin X1 tires and the Michelin Energy Guard aerodynamic solution on your truck, you can save 17 gallons every 1,000 miles. Go to business.michelinman.com/fuelsaver for details.